here's a message from Ken Lavica. Guys, Stone and I might have screwed up big time. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. It's amazing how the most innocuous things create the biggest controversies. Especially when you just have people that, that live to criticize. That's what it is. Stone, people just live to criticize, right? That's, that's their whole being. They just, they just want to criticize, criticize, poke, 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 poke. That's all they want to do these days. It's just the world we live in. That's, <laughs> it's the sorry state of affairs that we live in. You're exactly right, Stone. Oh, hey, Jeanette. Um, real quick, <laughs> Real quick, before we, uh, we, we dive into that, could you... Could we please find some organ church music, please? Some organ church music. Just some organ church music. Like, uh, I, I, are you a church-going woman, Jeanette? Church? No, but I listen to podcasts. Okay. okay. St- I step into faith. All right. Uh, you, st- you dip your I toe into in. the faith. I, I just remember growing up. Growing up, and, uh, and, and you go to church, and I, I, I was raised Lutheran. Uh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. I was raised, that's some good old organ music. There it is. Uh, I was raised Lutheran in suburban Chicago. And actually, that Lutheran approach, and Lutheran's basically Catholicism without the, the like. The workout? Yeah, or like the three-hour church services. Mm-hmm. Like, Lutheran is a very, like, kind of cool Catholic. Like, I think the difference cool is Catholic. the focus on the Virgin Mary. Like in Catholicism, the Virgin Mary is like top of the hill. She's the queen. She's like the right, right underneath the uh, uh, Jesus, mm-hmm. old J himself. Mm-hmm. And in with with the Lutheran religion, it's like, hey, we'll be here for an hour, no more, no less. Oh, good for you. We'll sing some songs, we'll have some communion, and then we'll have a potluck after. Uh, after church. No. Uh, it was pretty good. It was good. And it got me some scholarship money when I went to college. So thank you, Martin Luther. He's the man who created, oh. founded Lutheran, the Lutheran religion. Amen. I don't know. Yeah. Half my family yeah. was uh, Pentecostal and half okay. of my family was deep into Catholicism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once so, you're in, once you're in, it's tough to get out. So I have every Catholic church, I guess, ceremony yeah. in the books. Yeah. Uh, First communion. There's another one that I was in school for like six weeks for. And then you hop over to the Pentecostal church and it's a straight up party. Like people fall in on the touch of a jacket. Oh, it's one of those. Oh, oh so that's Pentecostal. So we're healing. We're healing. That's what we're doing. We're, we're being touched in the head and we're Benny Hinn like uh, falling to the ground and healing. In, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Lutheran, it's it's honestly, there's no, there's no confession like in... In uh, the Catholic religion, when you're growing up, you got to go to CCD on Wednesday nights, and that's a pain in the ass. And then you got to confess your sins. Yeah. When you're a Lutheran, it's like, oh, you were a dirtbag the whole week? Just show up Sunday for an hour, and you're good to go. Here's some wine. And like that, that's that Lutheran. That's, that's good stuff. I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to be a youth leader uh, in high school. A what? A youth leader. Like, I used to preach. A little bit. How did we not know this? How did we not know this? I mean, there's no proof, so I... I no, there's definite proof. <laughs> there's, yeah. And... and I used to lead youth in church. And now, based on how you are as an adult, I'm uh, very concerned. I, uh, you know... You didn't follow your own youth teachings, it no, feels like. No, I did not. <laughs> I went to college in South Florida, dipped right. to Orlando, and you found... Got, uh, you were tarnished. You lost the way of the Lord. Yeah, sin's fun. I so wonder that's where, what I learned. I wonder where those kids are today. Yeah, right. I, I actually don't want to know. I have no desire to know. I should reach out to them. Hey! <laughs> if you I'm could, sorry. If you could, Stone, could you, uh, could you give me a little more uh, organ music, please? Thank you. Jeanette, we're going to do this at the start of every show now. I want to introduce you to Calebism. 
I like this. This is our new religion. So please, all of us, before we start the proceedings today on Ken Levick Alive, buy your heads and let's play to Caleb Martin. Dearest Caleb, we appreciate your sacrifice in the face of adversity. And as we ascend to the top of Glelily and to the Rocky Mountains, the challenge that awaits, we are guided by your faith, by your determination, and your everlasting spirit. May you have a great day in preparation of the battle ahead. In Caleb Martin's name we pray. Amen. 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 And it's Amen because he's the man. I figured. Yep. All right. Now we're good as we transition into the <laughs> next <laughs> song on YouTube where Stone got that, uh, that, that organ music. You know, that's how my life went. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So first ad. things first, <laughs> it was an ad. <laughs> we don't have the... Do they pay us? Do they pay us? Or should we not even ask what the ad was? Uh, yeah, I mean, They I don't pay us? It. I don't I talk about it. anybody no, no, unless the they're paying me. The things that we have all uh, researched on that computer, oh, we yeah. do not want to know what the ads We're are. We're talking viruses. So um, <laughs> uh, this is, on this show, I like to think that we are fully transparent. There are There are things that my own parents learn about me. Because of this show, things they didn't know previously, but because on this show with this microphone, I just feel comfortable and I feel like all of our listeners and all of the people that either A, regularly tune into us every day, noon to two in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, or irregularly tune into us noon to two every day in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I, I want them to know who we are. Like Stone very embarrassingly um, told us a story last week about how he hoarded pizza from his girlfriend in just the most disgusting and, as Jeanette put it, scumbag manner. And Stone, he opened it to the public. And I appreciate that. Jeanette, her, her dating slash um, fornicating slash... Uh, partying ways. She talks about all of them. Yeah, I'm very lucky. My uh, mommy, number one, doesn't fully understand the English language and lives in Orlando. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a funny way to put it, yes. <laughs> mommy, we love you, and thank you for not being fluent in English. Uh, Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Preach. So... What I'm going to do here is I'm going to become very vulnerable. Stone is included in. We're in this 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 vulnerable boat together. This vulnerable vessel, like if side you by will. side. Yeah, we're side by side. We're both rowing. We're rowing into some increasingly what what appears to be increasingly turbulent waters. Yeah, the boat's sinking because of something that happened yesterday. Now I think this is a bunch of nonsense. I think this is a bunch of nothing, to be quite honest. But the pushback that started. With Jeanette, and mm-hmm. I just sort of laughed it off, like, oh, Jeanette's just giving us crap, has actually taken on a social media life of its own. If you go to at KLV1063, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up, at KLV1063 on Twitter, if you go to at ESPN West Palm on Twitter or Instagram, you're going to see photos of Stone and I taking photos with the Stanley Cup, the actual Stanley Cup. It was here yesterday it was here in the espn west palm studios yesterday and we had a lot of people jeanette you were still in orlando Mm -hmm. um uh, you were visiting family and hanging out with friends you were in orlando but there was a steady stream of people what was it noon to two the entirety of the show stone yeah noon to two is when the stanley cup was here and there was a steady stream of people in these phillips point tower office buildings um, uh, and partners of ours that we invited to come through, and it was basically a staging line of people taking photos with the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy. It was awesome. It was really, really cool. So Stone and I go up to, to, to take a photo because we actually had Mike Bolt, the, the keeper of the cup, the man who travels with the Stanley Cup. He's the guy who you're going to see when the Panthers win the Stanley Cup with the white gloves, walk it out to center ice and hand it to, to Sasha Barkov. Okay, so he's standing there and he's like, all right, guys, go ahead and take the picture. And we wanted it. We had him on the show. So we wanted to get our picture taken before we had him on the show because we didn't want it to get close to two o'clock. And all of a sudden he's racing out of here because he had another commitment in Palm Beach Gardens. So Stone and I go to take a picture with the cup. I went up initially 
And I stood next to it, put my hand on the table next to the Stanley Cup, took a photo, and that was good. That was good for me. Stone came up for the show picture, and he put his, his hand on it. And I had seen other people put their hand on it, so I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going to – I put my hand on it. We took a photo, but then I look over, and Stone's French kissing this thing. <laughs> Stone's just gone full lips, full lip mode on the cup portion of the Stanley Cup, just lips. Those lips you're looking at right now, Jeanette, those lips that he's licking, that he's licking, <laughs> they're moist. He, uh, he's kissing the Stanley Cup, but I thought it was a cool picture. It was a good picture. We took one where both of us are just uh, sort of arms around the cup, and then there's the picture of me with my hand on the back of the cup and Stone uh, uh, making out with it. So just to confirm, you guys were touching the We cup were touching the Stanley Cup. different body parts. Yeah, 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 we were touching the Stanley Cup. The only and and it was encouraged, by the way, it was encouraged by the keeper of the cup. I didn't I know have a whole thing. Go. Keep I didn't. Going. I didn't know I needed to ask. It was I encouraged. It was encouraged. Hey, you guys can touch it. You can kiss it. Just don't pick it up. Just don't lift it up. Perfect. Done deal. So then, then, um, oh we had Mike Bolt on the show. We had Mike Bolt on the show. And he was great, Stone. I thought he was great. He, was, he told great stories. Brent Seabrook of the Blackhawks, when, when he dropped the, the Stanley Cup and Mike Bolt just took a, a pair of tools from the house they were at uh, and, and banged out the, uh, the dent, dent in the cup and right back to, right back to action. Like, that's good stuff right there. Michael Bolt was like a rock star. He was oh, awesome. He was great. I was listening to yesterday. It show was great. Was awesome. It was great. So, so, Jeanette, you saw the photos, and well, I was I talking didn't. about it, of the Stanley Cup while we were doing the interview with Mike. We actually moved him to a different mic than he would usually be on because I couldn't see him because the Stanley Cup was six inches away from me just sitting right next to me while I conducted the interview. And you see all the inscriptions going all the way back to the, the, the 20s and the 30s. And then you've got the 95-96 Colorado Avalanche. I actually spit on that one. I, Mike <laughs> nice. didn't know it. I spit on that one because they swept the Panthers in four. <laughs> right. So I spit on that. Um, but Patrick Y spit all over his name. Uh, um, is the Stanley Cup taller than you? Uh, when it was on the table and I was sitting, yes. But it's, it's only 37 and a half inches. It feels tall because it's always up on a table, but if you yeah, put it on okay. the floor, it's like it was like waist level to me. It is heavy. Oh wow! It is okay. heavy. Like I even because I I I had uh, just to see if I could like move it a little bit with a couple of my fingers. It's heavy. I oh, mean yeah. that thing's almost forty damn pounds, man. Okay. Um, and it's an awkward forty pounds too. <laughs> but I couldn't help but but run my fingers over the inscriptions of the Stanley Cup because it's so cool. You caressed. I caressed the Stanley it. Stanley Cup. Yeah. This one's French kissing. Did you put tongue on the Stanley Cup? I, I thought about it. Oh there was, my there gosh. Were, there were too many people. This, mm. You're disgusting. You so just needed one, a quiet moment. I, I did. <laughs> Full both lips puckered up on top of the Stanley Cup. You stroking the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. after putting your hand on it. Yeah. After how many people touched the Stanley Cup? Uh, uh, a good 30. Yeah. And we're all rooting for the Florida Panthers? <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's us, longtime Panthers fans who are enamored by the Stanley Cup. So then uh, we post the pictures, and I was like, "This is so cool!" <laughs> like there were some things that a lot of th- I don't get starstruck often. Jeanette, you know this. Like I've sort of I'm old, and I, I I I hate this about myself, but my emotions have become stale about a lot of stuff in sports just because I've been there and I've done that. And this is not a humble brag. It's just. When you're around something, it sort of loses the luster a little bit. Like, oh, going to go cover another Dolphins game. They're playing the the Texans. Oh, God, that's four hours out of my five hours out of my Sunday. Um, like things that I wish I still appreciated more, and I know it makes me sound bad. The Stanley Cup being six inches away from me for an entire 25 minutes, that's like once-in-a-lifetime stuff. For that sure. was so endlessly awesome. I cannot fully describe, put into words, just how badass that was. And now it sounds like bragging, and it's because it is. You should. Because I got that opportunity yesterday, and it was bleeping awesome. I, okay? was, I was upset when the email came through. I was like, dang it, if I knew, if I would have received the email at least 12 hours before, I yeah. would have driven yeah. from Orlando earlier to yeah. go, but we received the email at like 9 a.m. It was too bad. Thanks. <laughs> Okay. I wouldn't have touched the Stanley Cup. That was very verbose on Stone's part. That was too bad. So we were hanging out with it. Yeah. So so and caressing it and kissing it. Yep. Uh, how, how did it sound when you kissed it? <laughs> so this is so uncomfortable. Then 
The first indication that people might have been bothered after we put these photos out, our, our old friend Maria Martin, formerly of ESPN West Palm, WPTV News Channel 5, uh, she's now at Alive 11, big time Emmy Award winning sportscaster uh, at Alive 11 in Atlanta. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, yep. And she's a big Panthers fan. She's born and raised South Florida, Boca Raton, whole thing. And uh, she, she tweeted, you guys better not be touching that. You guys better not be touching that. I'm like, what is Maria so upset about? And then I start getting more tweets. Oh, way to jinx it. Las Vegas winning the cup now. Golden Knights winning the cup now. Panthers are screwed now. You both are going to get arrested. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are going to get arrested now. And all of a sudden, Jeanette, it is a, a, a tsunami of, you jinxed it, you jinxed it, you jinxed it. But then Jeanette is the one who's perpetuating the entire thing and pointing out, yep, they touched it. They touched it. They sure did. They touched it. What did we do wrong? If your team is in the Stanley Cup finals and you are around the Stanley Cup, you are not supposed to touch it. It's a huge superstition that I, as a huge casual hockey fan who bounces between the Panthers and the Lightning, even knows. And I am shocked by all the evidence of just not you two, more disgusted by you two because one has his lips and one's stroking it. (laughs) Everybody in this office, everybody in this building Mm -hmm. just jinxed the heck out of the Florida Panthers. I am calling nonsense on this. I knew of the, the superstition of the teams that win their respective conference. There is... Um, the the Campbell Cup in the Western Conference, and as we discussed last week, the Prince of Wales Trophy. Not the actual prince. From Not the, the actual family. Prince of Wales, mm-hmm. but the Prince of Wales Trophy in the Eastern Conference. Now, if you recall, Stone, Matthew Kachuk and Sasha Barkoff both willingly went up to the Prince of Wales Trophy last Friday after sweeping Carolina. And you know what they did? They picked that baby up and started skating around with it. Held it picked high. It up, held it high. Showed it off to the fans at FLA Live Arena. The captain and the best player, Sasha Barkoff and Matthew Kachuk, you know what they did? They didn't even hesitate. Bam. Hands on trophy. They probably, in your defense, kissed it too. There's no doubt they did. And I mean, they had that look in their eye. And you talked about two other superstars that didn't hesitate to touch it and, and, and grab it. I mean, we're right here. Like, we did not hesitate as soon as we lined up for I'm that picture. I'm following the lead of the leaders in that Florida Panthers dressing room. Simply. By putting my hands on the Stanley Cup. Now, also, let me, let me bring you back to 2009, Jeanette. The, the Pittsburgh Penguins and a young superstar Sidney Crosby. They won the Eastern Conference, and they're approaching the Prince of Wales Trophy. Sidney Crosby, just a couple of years prior, declined to touch the Prince of Wales Trophy. Guess what happened? They lost mm-hmm. in the Stanley Cup Final. So what did he do this time around? Put his old Crosby hands on that baby. You know what the Penguins did? Won the Stanley Cup. You know what Mario Lemieux, all-time great Pittsburgh Penguins back in 1999, uh, 1991 did? Before they played the Chicago Blackhawks, you know what he did to the uh, the Prince of Wales Trophy? He caressed it. He caressed the hell out of it. They beat the Blackhawks in four. Uh, that was one of my early sports childhood memories was the Blackhawks going down in four to the Pittsburgh Penguins in 91. Isn't the Prince of Wales Trophy different from the Stanley Cup Trophy, though? It is. Okay, so what's the, like, your argument is no. <laughs> it makes no sense. But the, the <laughs> wow, players. Okay. I'm like here, I'm I like, I literally just Googled to make sure the Prince of Wales trophy <laughs> is different from the Stanley Cup trophy. We almost had it. And they are entirely different. They are carrying the trophy after winning the trophy. They are making out with it, sleeping with the trophy after they earned it. Okay, but here's so the thing. make a good argument. You Wow. Here's the good argument. Yeah, here here's comes the good, the good argument. argument. Here's the good argument. It doesn't matter if Stone and I touched the trophy, made out with the trophy, humped the trophy. doesn't matter. <laughs> because guess what? 
Stone and I aren't taking to the ice Saturday night in Vegas on TNT, TBS, True TV, 8 p.m. Stanley Cup Final Game 1. We are not wearing the Panthers sweater Saturday night. We are merely rooting for the Panthers. What Stone Lebanowitz and Ken Lavica did with the Stanley Cup yesterday has no bearing whatsoever <laughs> on how Montour or Barkov or Ekblad, or Kachuk, or Bob are going to play in the Stanley Cup final. You None. are just scared <laughs> to hold any form of accountability if the Panthers lose this one. Hey, you bet. You bet. You know I'm the queen of the receipts. I will be parading around this office, not just with you two, but around this office to everybody here and saying the Panthers lost... Because of you. All of you. See, and this is what bothers me about Jeanette's mindset, her petty mindset. She's not pure of heart. She's not pure of mind. You're the one to talk. She's actually (laughs) now rooting, I think, for the Panthers to lose so she can show off the receipts as opposed to going to a Panthers parade at Sawgrass Mills. And I think you're right. And I'm offended. Yeah, and I think you're right on with that because I think it comes from a place of jealousy. Like, I I think it might be. That's a great point. I never thought about that. Around the cup. Oh, yeah. She'd be kissing the hell out of that. Uh, thing. Oh, my God. She'd How would it sound? How thing. would it sound? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what she'd be doing. Oh. She wouldn't be able to keep her hands off. No. Oh. You know why? <laughs> because <laughs> I am a fair weather Panthers fan, absolutely. Which is fine. We've, we've said that. You know what? I am more concerned about the Panthers winning than obviously you two. You two put your needs, this whole building put their needs. Here's a question. To touch the Stanley Cup trophy before actually having the Panthers hold the Stanley Cup trophy. Here's a question. What's more important for you? The Florida Panthers holding the Stanley Cup trophy or you two making out and touching <laughs> it? I mean, it's a good question. And no, I don't, don't think you want to when huh? talking about making out with the Stanley Cup. I don't, don't say think- you two. That was Stone. <laughs> I don't think you want to hear my answer to that question. No, I do. But I asked it. What's the answer, Stone? Say it. Say it. I want uh-huh. the Florida Panthers to hoist the Stanley Cup. Obviously. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Here's a question that I do have, Ken. Is there anybody else in the media realm that posted uh, a picture to Twitter, Florida Panthers related or, or Vegas Golden Knights related, touching it? Like, are, are we? I don't only, know. So, are we the only ones so, out there? Because if so, there's a problem. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, now Stone's freaking out. Because we might be the only ones. Aaron tweeted, you guys weren't the only ones that molested the cup yesterday. Your other local radio stations that got a visit did as well. Nice. I don't know what other local stations did. I I saw, I have a couple friends um, who, CBS 12. Oh, oh, the TV station. Yeah, the The TV TV station. The the cup made it over there. So were they touching it? Are there photos of them touching it? Yes. Okay. Now, what we need to know, and I'm sure... Several of them are rooting for the Panthers, right? Maybe not all of them, but several of for them sure. are rooting for the Panthers. So they're covering the Panthers. We're not that's the for sure. only. We're not the only ones who who did this. But I am a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous because the backlash has been. I thought it was going to be a cool picture and people saying, "Cool, awesome, Ken, awesome picture." We're but so instead, it's been. Instead, it's been a criticism fest, and so I am a little scared. Because now I know if the Panthers don't win the Stanley Cup, those pictures are going to come back to me. And it's going to be really, really annoying. And this is how far deep I thought about this. If they lose game one, it's probably going to be y'all's fault too. Because is the trophy in Vegas right now being touched? It's about to be though. Mike Bold told us yesterday it's headed to Vegas. It's headed to Vegas tomorrow. Is it in in Vegas today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thursday, so yeah, that's going to so be the first game. Yeah, so it's still a full... Well, no, no, no. Th- tomorrow's NBA Saturday. Finals game. It, it's tough to get it all screwed up uh, or to get okay, it, keep sorry. it all straight when we're the capital of sports in the world, I understand. I, NBA it's, Finals it's, tomorrow. I know. Ugh. It's honest mistake, to be quite honest. <laughs> Stanley Cup so Finals game one Saturday. I know. There's been so much winning. Oh when, when do these teams play these massive games? I mean, there's so many championship-level games, so little time. Tomorrow, NBA Finals. Saturday okay, is Stanley okay, okay. Cup Finals. So, that is what I'm hoping happens. The Stanley Cup goes to Vegas, is going to be caressed and made out and humped by a bunch of Vegas drunk tourists. So why should media, why do Stone and I mean and more than everybody. them? Why do Stone why do Stone and I mean more than them? You didn't this let is me the finish. Thing. Oh, okay. So all those nasties in Vegas touch and caress the trophy. 
takes out what you, the mess that you all created. Cancels it out. It does. It does. That's and, what I'm and, hoping and I for. for I, I think the worst part about it all, and Ken's neglected to bring this up, Jeanette, I think out of fear, mm. he had mentioned it to me this morning, okay. and I, I, I didn't want to be the first one to mention it. I had not a damn clue. I had not a damn clue that touching this thing was uh, against the rules, that there was this unwritten here and this and that. I went right on in there, kissed it, then asked, hey, why is the guy wearing gloves? Michael Bolt was wearing gloves. I was like, are we allowed to be touching it? Ken then admitted that he felt the same way. <gasps> so it, it, it's just an end. When you see Ken? Mike Bolt wearing the white Ken? gloves. But but here's what happened. You knew it. No, 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 no. no. I didn't know. I obviously knew of the the Campbell Trophy and the Prince of Wales Trophy. I knew that superstition. No, but I never in my life thought this applied to fans. Like, stop. What are we doing? Like, sure. Stone, Stone and I <laughs> touching the cup, having no, no. a spiritual effect negatively. On the Panthers' chances, like I, but we're being made out to be villains. Stone on social media, Jeanette, our old friend Maria Martin, they are making us out to be villains, and it is the Stanley Cup as opposed to those other two trophies, as you pointed out. But I'm not, I'm not on the third line. I'm not on Paul Maurice's third line. Like, why do I matter? And the Panthers and the Golden Knights don't get access to the cup before the series. We did. Like, I'm never going to be that close to that thing again. When you see the names inscribed in it, the history, it's 121 years old. You got to touch it. That's a, if no. I, how stupid, no, if stupid. I'm on my deathbed. Wow, no. Think of you going to a museum. Oh, look at the Mona. You go at the Louvre in Paris. Oh, look at the Mona Lisa. <laughs> but this nobody's is 500 bringing, years old. Nobody's, I'm going to touch it. But, what an idiotic But Jeanette, Jeanette, nobody's packing up the Mona Lisa and bringing it on a radio station tour in South Florida. No, but still, with that mentality, why don't you take it everywhere? Yeah, and, and, and an artist doesn't what celebrate. An artist doesn't celebrate the Mona Lisa by getting it handed to him and hoisting it up and right. looking at thousands and of fans going, of yeah! yeah. The Mona Lisa, by the way, I've heard surprisingly small. It's it's, surprisingly, oh, it's the most overrated very disappointing, piece of, right? Definitely. It, yeah. I saw it in November. Very overrated. Oh, that's right. I was I was oh, over there. That sucks. Sorry, Mona. <laughs> and it's really weird because it, you you know you go to school like an American school system and it's like the Mona Lisa the mm -hmm. most historic thing. There are people waiting in line to see this, right? And uh, you can't see it because it's smaller than their head. And I was like five champagne glasses in deep, <laughs> and I was with one of my best friends, and we looked at it and we were like, mm, "Cool, it's like the Mount Rushmore, but in Paris." You just look at the yeah. rocks, the faces on the rocks, and you're yeah. like, "This is what." Mount Rushmore, okay. Mount Rushmore, I found to be very disappointing as is, a, uh, yeah, a, a tourist spot. You know what's pretty good? Hoover Dam. Very nice. I don't know why that came to mind, but Hoover Dam, impressive feat of, of human <laughs> innovation. Well, not only, it, I think it's the environment, too. I don't, because you hear the, the, the wind, the, what is it called? The water. Uh -huh. What, what is that stuff called? Ah, yes, the water. It's your, uh, <laughs> your reaction to the Mona Lisa is similar to Ken in Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. Just, you know, just doesn't do Why it. Why are you bringing this up again? Just doesn't do Why it. Why are you bringing this right, up just, again? Just wanted to slip no, that in there. No, 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 no. Just no. wanted to slip that in there. Did we, did Stone and I, by touching the Stanley Cup, by caressing the Stanley Cup, and making out with it. As Aaron put it, molesting the Stanley Cup. As Stone <laughs> making out with the Stanley oh. Cup. Did we jinx the Florida Panthers? Because I'm going to give some of the reactions on social media, and it is overwhelmingly negative. Did Stone and I jinx the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup final that starts Saturday night in Vegas? And I'm going to add an asterisk so you guys don't feel too terrible about yourselves, too. It's the whole building. It's yeah. the whole building. But we're the ones... We're the ones who are sort of the poster boys for Oh, for 100%. One's making out with it, and I saw you, you're like groping yeah, the thing from behind. It's, it's It was beautiful, I'm telling you. you. And it's like, it's like... She was thick. Cold and steel to the touch. She was thick. Yeah, she was thick. Like yeah, three, definitely thick. three, four Cs? Yeah. How, big, how many Cs? Thick. <laughs> like Kyle Lowry. For sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did, did Stone and I jinx the Stanley Cup final? Did we jinx the Panthers in the Stanley Cup final by touching the Stanley Cup yesterday? I think it comes down to how superstitious are you? How big a hockey fan are you? Did Stone and I, by touching the Stanley Cup yesterday, screw over the Panthers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 
760-3776. Did we do anything unseemly? Did we do anything inappropriate? Did we screw over the Panthers? Did Stone and I screw over the Panthers by touching the Stanley Cup yesterday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit Baptist Health net slash ortho to learn more today baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptist slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptist slash ortho jeanette says i knew it the whole time you do not you do not touch the Stanley Cup as the fan of a team trying to win the Stanley Cup. Stone and I were just taking a, a photo op. We are just taking a photo op in a cool moment. Did we screw up? Panthers fans, I want to hear from you especially because you're the ones who have been coming at us big time. There have been a lot of Twitter avatars wearing Panthers jerseys, Jeanette, who are not happy with us at all. You guys did it to yourself? We touched the Stanley Cup. We grew up the Stanley Cup. Stone kissed the Stanley Cup. Did we screw the Panthers over? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. To Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. The Panthers haven't played in so long. That seems like 10 years ago. It's going to be a 10 day layoff before the Panthers hit the ice against Vegas Saturday. It's almost two weeks. At courtesy of TNT, where you can catch the Stanley Cup final. Panthers game one, Vegas Saturday night, 8 p.m. I'm nervous, lacing it up. He, he, coach gave me the nod. Coach. Coach Paul, Coach, 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 Coach Maurice. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he told me it's time to lace him up. <laughs> You're like, oh no, Coach, I can't do it. I already touched the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I'm worried about the the, the the bad luck. No, Stone, you can no longer say you touched the Stanley Cup. You made out with this. Yeah, you didn't Cup. just touch the Stanley Cup. You fornicated with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely fornicated. Yeah, with little it. Stone Cup babies. And there's people talking about, you know, for fans, it's not that big of a deal. You had to play the sport. Yeah, I played roller hockey up till I was eight or nine. So I'm getting a little more worried and a little more worried as time goes by. But it's all good. By the way, you can argue that Stone's a bit of a, a fraud. Is he, before the, the Eastern Conference Finals started, sent me a picture of him as a kid wearing a Carolina Hurricanes jersey? <laughs> He's always been a fraud when it comes to sports teams, Ken. Yeah. Now, granted, you never know what he's rooting. Granted, for. as a fellow, as a as a Chicagoan, I uh, I definitely celebrated the Blackhawks three Stanley Cups. But this is fun. How can you not get behind this? And you know, South Florida, South Florida versus the world. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. So I don't hold it against you, Stone. I don't think we screwed over the Panthers. I don't think we screwed over the Panthers. But Jeanette, Jeanette, living on a jinx. A lot of Panthers fans coming at us, coming at us. Now, also. Living on a jeep. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron tweets us, hey, your buddy's up there on 45th Street. I'm assuming he's talking CBS 12 because we did see photos. Our, our guys over there, our friends over there at CBS 12, they are our friends. Uh, they are friends over there. John Evanson, as I, as I talked about, uh, he was in New York City. I talked about it on the show. He really helped me in my, my, my issue, my internet issue in the Elite Eight game with FAU and Kansas State. Good people over there. Good people. Um, I saw the photos last night. I won't mention names, but it looks like the offenders touching the cup scrubbed them from their social media. Hold on. Is, do you think this is actually true? That the folks at CBS 12, they got the cup. It went to their place after it came to us. And they were taking pictures of it like we, like we did. And they had their people over there putting their hands on the cup. Do you think that these people, these people scrubbed the photos from their social media. That's what Aaron is alleging, that he saw it. He saw some big hitters at CBS 12 with their hands on the cup taking pictures and then they scrubbed them from social media. Do you think that that actually happened? Because if so, I'm telling you guys, CBS 12, that's soft. 
that be better. Like Stone and I are just throwing ourselves into this. We're owning it. We're owning it. And you're scrubbing social media. That is soft. They have empathy. No, 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 no. They're, they they're, no, are, no, they don't have, they don't have guts. They don't have guts. I was going to say hiding. They are trying to make up for their sins. I mean, Hey, Evanson, you got to come clean, man. You got to come clean. If this was you, if you're scrubbing your social media, Hey man, you need to, you need to, uh, you need to own up to it. Stone and I are throwing it, uh, throwing ourselves into the CBS 12 people. Hey, I got, I got no issue with you, but all I'm saying is that if Stone and I are falling on the Stanley Cup sword, you got to do the same if you were touching. You can't scrub social media, pretend it didn't happen. That's soft stuff. Now, again, it's only applicable to if your team is vying for the trophy. Mm-hmm. So we have a friend, Max, who mm-hmm. works he's for them. He's on the them. CBS 12 team, right. He's yes, a Penguins fan. But he's a diehard Penguins fan. So, of course, he can grope it, make out with it, do whatever he wants with it. Because... He's trying to sabotage us. No, he doesn't care about because the, the Penguins didn't even make the postseason. Exactly. But 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 you know, it's, which is funny but because I bet you the Panthers he, winning their last game of the season knocked the Pittsburgh Penguins out of the out of the playoffs. playoffs. Right, you're right. Wow. Well done. Anyways, but I'm pretty sure that if the Penguins were where the Panthers are right now, Max would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, thank okay. you. All I know is that that Sidney Crosby Penguin touched the Prince of Wales Trophy, won the Stanley Cup. Okay, that's, that's all I'm not saying. The same Trophy, Ken, stop saying that. Did Stone and I screw the Panthers by touching the Stanley Cup yesterday? 888 760 Siege tweets in, guys, I love you both, but I would have been so much better off not knowing this, mm-hmm. that you touched the cup. Mm-hmm. We're not playing. We're not playing. It doesn't matter. To Jeremy's point on Twitter, if you guys weren't just fans but more involved in the organization, it'd be a bigger farce. I was always told as a player of the game, don't touch it before you win, even in youth hockey. But as for fans, I haven't heard much in that sense because it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter what the fans do. It doesn't matter what Bill in Accounting does or Monty in Construction or Monica in... Uh, strip club. Uh, <laughs> this guy, man. Fine. Monica in the strip club does. You're right. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But but we're we're having people come at us like we have screwed over this team. Like we have screwed over the Florida Panthers. I'm not over this. One female name drop. And he got he has to go strip he club, goes I know. Straight to- why do you got to do that? I was going to go with CEO or executive, <laughs> and he went with strip club. Because I know that's where his juvenile brain's going to... Like, it was more so the name. It's just like... Uh, just, uh, not, not that it's promiscuous. It's just the name kind of... You think Monica's a stripper name? Uh, it's not if that you I want think... to go with like Ashley or Heather, that's fine. But Monica's not a stripper name. <laughs> Ashley and Heather are stripper names? <laughs> I mean, maybe yes, they are more... I was thinking more like Alexis. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not bad either. I, sorry, I see it as Monica. I do apologize, though. I see Monica yeah, from, this. like, friends. 100%. Courtney Cox. Monica is is that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, we, had, we had people saying that we're going to get, we should be arrested. Uh, well, Brandon tweets in, man, I hope you guys touch the Larry O'Brien trophy now. <gasps> like, just stop. Just stop. You know what? You two would. You know what? I can because I'm a diehard Orlando Magic fan. You two cannot. I'll tell you what, if the Larry OB Stop. walked up in here, I'm Stop. definitely getting my hands on it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Stone. Stone. There's no doubt. You have no. to put country over self. But, but, Team over self. I want you to watch the NBA Finals. ABC always has coming back from a break. They always have one of the players on one of the teams holding the Larry O'Brien trophy and looking at it lovingly. And longingly. But it's everybody. It's equal on both sides. Boy, we're just making stuff up now. We're just making superstition no, stuff up now. No, this is the way superstitions go. <laughs> what is, what is, because I, I could be, and I can be, a superstitious person. Not here. Because I didn't know that fans could screw over the team. That's why I really hope this cup is making its way to Vegas. It is. It's going tomorrow. Mike told us. It's going tomorrow. So we need to be looking at Vegas media to see if they're giving the same energy that you guys and all of media and this freaking building did to make it an even playing field. Now we're being told it was another radio station in the market. 
That uh, I believe the cup is down at like our friends at QAM and uh, and seven ninety today. So I I'm looking at that because I swear to God, if Joe Rose is touching that thing, if Hockman is touching that thing, I don't want to hear another word about Stone and I. Okay, simply, I don't want to hear another word about it. Nope, nope. If if those guys have photos of them touching the cup, Tobin, the entire crew, (laughs) I don't want to hear another thing about it. Okay, I don't want to hear another thing about it. Um. During the FAU Final Four run, though, I was unhealthily superstitious. I, it was so, the players handled it so much better than I did, my mental health during that run. Mm-hmm. And part of it was we weren't home at all. We were just travel, 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 travel. You have never been in a grinder, I think, in any sport until you are with a team that makes a run in the NCAA tournament because it is just pressure packed at all times. I've heard. I mean, it is crazy. I needed before every game to make sure you see this pen, this gray pen here, this style pen, this pen needed to be available to me for every game. If I didn't have it, I would start to panic. I lost it before the Fairleigh Dickinson game, which ended up being too close because I was using a mechanical pencil. And so what I did as we went to New York is I scrounged up a bunch of these gray pens and had them for the Tennessee game, had them for the Kansas State game. Okay? But I freaked out. Also, my headphones, I packed them in these torn, like, Ziploc bags. I don't know why. They came with the unit that I was using for my equipment. So I had it for, like, three years. And so why switch anything up? They're winning with them. I thought I lost one at Madison Square Garden, started panicking, found it on the floor um, uh, after practice. Leading into the Tennessee game, sigh of relief. You know what happened? You know what happened? I had my Ziploc bags. I had my pens. FAU made it to the Final Four. You remember when we couldn't get connected the Friday Ken LaVica live show from uh, from the stadium in Houston? Yep. And then we finally, right before the show started, were able to find a connection at a random credit card uh, machine uh, at one of the, the food stands at that stadium. Just the worst. I lost one of those Ziploc bags. <gasps> While trying to find some place to plug in. I'm going to get furious. What happened the next night? I'm going to be furious, Ken. FAU beating at the buzzer. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. That actually happened. So now you're telling me this now. Yeah. I wanted time to pass. Good thing, because I I am about to chuck this pen at you. I also couldn't find my gray pens uh, in Houston. I texted my wife. Oh, my God, I lost my pen. I'm jinxing this entire... I lost a bag. I'm jinxing this entire thing. She replied with, would you stop? It mattered, obviously. It mattered, obviously. I still, to this day, tell myself if I wouldn't have lost that bag somewhere. In your pens? In, in Reliant Stadium or my pens, they would have won the national championship. So I'd like to apologize to the FAU basketball program. But that was a thing. And their fans. That was a thing. I needed pens, needed bag. Pens, bag, pens, bag. And I was throwing oh my myself gosh, into a God. meltdown because I couldn't find it. Like, that. that's, that, I mean... My superstitions come from things that start to work. Uh, stuff I'm wearing, like when do I wear red during this FAU Final Four run? When do I wear white? When do I wear blue? FAU nearly uh, choked a game away in the semifinals of the Conference USA Tournament wearing white. I never wore white again the rest of the postseason run. I couldn't risk it. Couldn't risk it. This is good because next time I see those pens at Costco... I'm going to save them up for you. Yeah, for next year. For next, for this upcoming uh, men, FAU men's basketball season. Good to know. And Ziploc bags. What else do you need? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ziploc, yeah. It just Ziploc plenty bags of Ziploc bags, bags right. <laughs> what, is, what is a sports superstition you have? What is a sports superstition you have that you use to help your team? It largely is nonsense, but... It's bunk. I understand that. But we're getting this much pushback with touching the Stanley Cup. We all have a superstition. When things are going well or you have a certain routine, you honestly think you're in it, you're helping your team. What is a sports superstition you have? It could be rational. It could be abject silliness. Me, it involved pens and Ziploc bags for my headphones during FAU's Final Four run. And when I wear blue, when I wore red... What games did that happen? And it usually corresponded with the opponent. What is your silly sports superstition that you think helps your team that you keep falling back to? Like when the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, I wore the same White Sox jersey, did not clean it at all. It smelled terrible. From the opening game of the ALDS 
through Game 4 of the World Series. Wore the same White Sox jersey, didn't wash it. It was stained. It was disgusting. And I wrote it out, including the morning after the White Sox won the World Series. Just riding out, smelling like champagne. This uniform, this, this jersey smells terrible. I took a theology midterm in it, and I smelled awful at 8 in the morning. Drunk. Got to be. Worth it. Look at yeah, you. Hell yeah. What is your sports superstition you use? Your most prominent sports superstition to help your team. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Your sports superstition that you think helps your team. 888-760-3776. We'll get yours. We'll get Jeanette's. We'll get Stone's when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. There were some Heat fans that were concerned about where Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach, and his loyalty was going to lie in this NBA Finals. He's a Colorado native, Denver Nuggets fan. He told a story Mike McDaniel did today at Dolphins OTAs where in 1993, his mom secured tickets to a Nuggets-Bulls game to see Michael Jordan the following season. Jordan retired. She just she just blew thousands of dollars for a game Michael Jordan didn't even play in. But he, he said the following today. So any Heat fan who was needlessly fretting over Mike McDaniel and whether or not he was going to root for the Heat or the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Here's Mike McDaniel, who has been to every, almost every single Heat playoff game. You've seen him courtside, waving at Al Horford and Jason Tatum in Game 3 when the Heat were up 35, waving bye-bye to them. Quote, With the access I've had to the Heat coaching staff, Spo, getting to know them and the people, I've become extremely invested. I don't lose any sleep saying... Denver Nuggets, why don't we wait 48 years, not 47? Ooh. So, Heat fans, Mike McDaniel is in your corner. Okay? That's just so well done. It is so bad. That's that's pretty bad. The man doesn't miss. The man doesn't miss. Right. There is so much pressure on the Dolphins, by the way. The last couple of days, I put some thought into this. If the Dolphins don't make the postseason in the year of South Florida, what an epic failure that is. What an epic failure that becomes. There is so much pressure on this team for Tua to fall correctly, for Tyreek Hill to stay on the field, for Jalen Ramsey to mold with Xavier Howard. There is so much pressure on this Dolphins team. You don't think Mario Cristobal is feeling any of that for UM football? That's a great point. But I, 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 I feel like there's no expectations, though, for the Canes. That's the well, thing. But I, I don't think, think there's any expectations for them. There are default expectations. I do think there is more pressure on Cristobal and the Hurricanes than there are the Miami Dolphins because they gave us something last year. The Dolphins did. Like they, That 8-3 no, is, is, but I is think something. Tua needs to play in a playoff game. Tua actually needs to play in a playoff game. And before anybody says FAU football, there's a new head football coach. Yeah, okay? Tom Herman's going to have these dudes winning the American in year one. <laughs> yeah, keep FAU football out of your tongues. Didn't Lane Kiffin? Was that year one or was that year two? What? That he won the USA. Year one and year three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Expectations put on yeah, by Lane. That's right. Uh, so, so uh, uh, again, though. To the Dolphins, like the Canes, I don't think there's any football expectations. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I, I, other I, than the irrational I, stuff you been, usually hear. Anybody with they, there are rational Canes fans. Anybody with a rational Canes oh, fan stop. brain doesn't have any expectations for this season. Nobody's going to go in saying like they'll go in saying maybe we can ride the wave of uh, the year of South Florida, but nobody's saying that. Oh, we expect to be involved in this conversation. In the year of South Florida. That's only led by your extreme disappointment in how last season turned out to but be. But how have they how have they overly improved in this offseason? That's my question. I mean, you have a quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke that's come back and given a lot of Canes fans After hope. After a lot of drama, Mike. After a ton of drama. Right. This t- Aaron Rodgers style. <laughs> Definitely Aaron Rodgers style. There's, there are expectations. I do think Miami Hurricanes fans are allowed to be excited heading into the season. Like, there are good things. Yeah, there are guys on that sure. roster that are NFL caliber players. These guys need to go compete in the ACC. All I know is that the base set by FAU 
in basketball and Miami in basketball right across from campus, okay, uh, for, for the Canes football team, and then the Heat, and then the Panthers. Nova Southeastern University. Nova so- yes, Nova Southeastern. Don't want to forget them. Division two national champions, Brooks Kepka, all this stuff, all this stuff. The year of South Florida. There is going to be so much more expectation for the Dolphins to carry the torch, so much more pressure to carry the torch than a Canes football program where unless you're looking at Mario Cristobal's contract and him earning what he's being paid, Mm. you don't feel real excited about the possibility that they're even putting themselves in the conversation to join the Year of South Florida Parade. Is that reasonable? They're probably hoping they're not part of the conversation. I just, I don't see, I don't see what's there for a rational Canes fan to say, ah, hell yeah, we're going to pick up that torch. We're going to run with it too. I don't, like, who with a brain that's a Canes fan could, could say that? I, I don't, I, it's not reasonable. You're right. Doesn't, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be realistic. Right. And I, that's where I was going to go. I think it, it's a little sad the way you're putting it because I do think Canes fans, like, you got to keep reloading those expectations. Like, these guys, need to compete in the ACC. So if there's anything that they can latch onto to make it happen, it's this. So well, I think I, there are expectations. You're the same guy who talked about if Cristobal's on the hot seat or not eh, with another season like last year's. Like I that, think it needs see? to be discussed with what he's yeah. getting paid, and all of a sudden the word rebuild came out when rebuild was never discussed. It started coming out week six, week seven <laughs> with losses at Texas A&M, loss to Middle Tennessee State, all that stuff. Like, so I think all of that adds up to – Having expectations. Like, they're there now. Like, they need to do something. No, 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 no. You can't, though. Here's the difference. Here's the difference between Canes football and everything else. Not once have any of these coaches that are currently in a championship position or have been this year. Dusty May, FAU. Jim Laranega, Miami. Paul Maurice, Panthers. Eric Spolstra, Heat. Not one time did any of them within the past calendar year utter the word rebuild. All of these teams were primed and ready to go. The Panthers were a disappointment in the regular season. The Heat were a disappointment in the regular season, but then hit the postseason and then realized their their ceiling or lack thereof. Okay? The Dolphins, playoff team a year ago. You have your quarterback hopefully healthy this time around. Learned lessons from a late-season swoon. There's no rebuild there. It's been nothing but build. The Canes are in a rebuild. Canes football is in a rebuild. Not my words. Not my words, Jeanette. Mario Cristobal's words. Yeah, but how many times has that word been used with the that organizational? Okay, but all I'm saying like, is and that... you hired Mario Cristobal and paid him a lot of money to hopefully take that word out of the right, equation. Right, right, but he's the one who introduced that word into the equation. So that's what's jarring to me is that he got paid all that money and then that word wasn't there, but then it was. And it was Mario Cristobal who inserted it into the conversation, into the equation. So all I'm saying, Canes fans, in the year of South Florida, the pressure's on the Dolphins because there are championship aspirations. There is not a single solitary championship aspiration in that Canes football building in Coral Gables. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.